Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm okay. Uh, I'm at home. Yeah. I wouldn't expect anything else. Yeah. It's, it's that kind of that's kind of time we're living in now. It's been a while since we did one of these pods. Yeah. In a long while. So, like, anything interesting happened since the last time? Uh, you know, the world blew up, but, you know, other than that, not much. <laughs> right. Right. So it's been qu- it's been quite a while, but uh, we're coming to you uh, from deep in the heart of Jenkintown, but from two different socially distant locations. Correct. Two because blocks this... away from each other. That's right. Because this is, I don't even know, like what what part of the apocalypse are we in right now? We're still, I think, in the front end of it. But um, you know, you would probably know better than I. You seem to be like, wh- way more up to date on the apocalyptic news, which is good constantly. and bad every time you tell me. So, yeah. Well, like, what do what do we have? What do we have? One week for context that people are going to listen to this in the future for posterity. For our, like two listeners, might still be subscribed. Um, what what are we like? One week into the stay in place order in Montgomery County, and we- like. Three weeks into, like, socially distancing or something? We are, I believe, two weeks into socially distancing and one week into the full lockdown. See, I've lost, I've lost track of time because I've been, I've been basically locking myself down before everybody was freaking out about it. Like, I started freaking out about this um, much earlier, apparently, than everybody else I know. And so I started, uh, you know, you remember, like, I remember when, when you were there, uh, at lunch and, um, Dr. Was there Mesner or his name or something from the CDC? I, I listened to their, the CDC, um, t- uh, like, it was like the daily, I think it was daily phone calls they were doing at the time. And I remember the, the day that she said, prepare for like dramatic, uh, um, you know, lifestyle changes and like, get ready. And I, and I immediately started prepping, I remember that too. That was quite a while ago before everybody else kind of jumped on board. But um, so that's, that's as long, that's at least as long. I mean, I was concerned about beforehand and I was kind of starting to, to get some supplies, but like, that's when I went seriously into full blown. Like I need, I need to figure out what supplies I need for an extended lockdown and do it. And then I, you know, and I'm not going to leave the house unless I have to. Well, you are doing a fantastic job of not leaving the house, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's uh, life is turned upside down. But for me, this is just kind of like the norm, except with a constant sense of anxiety and existential dread in the background and increasing difficulties and like, like getting supplies. So it's I kind of feel like I'm playing one of those like resource management games, <laughs> you know, like where I'm like, oh, crap, and I need... I have this many crackers left and it's going to be at least two weeks until I can possibly get another, another box. Like, how do I, how do I measure out, you know, the, the, you know, these quantities, you know, do I have enough, uh, you know, cleaning supplies and all, all this, all that kind of stuff. So it's just, yeah. But other than that stuff, it's, it's pretty much my normal day. Cause I, I generally work from home anyway and I'm still working. I still got a job. Well, for many for of us, this has been like a drastic change. So for me, I went from working outside the house, you know, 
many hours a week to teaching dance in my living room and trying to teach my kids how to read and write and learn from home. So it has been an immense challenge and trying to balance those things has been, you know, interesting to say the least and a lots of dishes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I feel lucky. You know, I said this to my colleagues probably like a week ago or, or more when this all started I was like, I mean, really lucky that I can, A, work from home. Maybe more importantly, I still have a job for the foreseeable future because I'm, and I'm, and I'm probably not going to be the first person to let go if they need to let people go because we're in IT or like, a, like some level of essential personnel. Um, so, you know, that's, that's very lucky. I, I mean, that doesn't mean I'm going to be okay forever, but uh, for now, that's nice. That means I can continue paying my rent. That means I can pay my bills on time. And then there's people that, you know, rely on that money. So, you know, that's good. Uh, but there's so many people that are in, in such a, a worse state and it just keeps getting worse as time goes on. And I, I've been trying to uh, support people as best I can because I have, a, you know, I still have my job and also um, I don't have like unlimited funds, but I have been intentionally throwing money at um, especially musician friends in their tip jars on Venmo I've been uh, ordering out uh, to local restaurants uh, when I can, although that's that's pretty expensive with the delivery charges. But uh, I've been I've been been trying to do that when I can. Yeah, I think it's actually amazing how many artists and musicians and yoga teachers and pretty much anything you can think of drummers, you know, have you know kind of reinvented themselves in this to try to you know make a living and also share their art and their talent with everybody as their, you know, normal gig life is completely changing. A second, what else, what else has like really uh, changed in our lives uh, since we last did this podcast? Um, your homeschooling, you mentioned. Yes. For the first, for the first time. So yes. Does, uh, so, so how, do, how does homeschooling, how, how does that, how does that even work in, in an emergency scenario? Like, and are you getting the hang of it yet? Or is it still just, um, uh, so just uh, up difficult? So up until political? tomorrow, the, the curriculum was basically like a review and um, what were they calling it? Basically like review stuff. I don't know. I don't um, but no new lessons and none of the assignments counted towards grades and all of that changes tomorrow. So tomorrow will be an entirely different scenario. Fortunately, my seven year old, seventh grader is pretty self-sufficient and does her stuff on time. And, you know, it really is a pretty good student and my fourth grader same thing she requires a little more attention because all of the computer stuff is new to her and my kindergartner well that's a completely different story and I have no idea how that's going to work out I I lost you there for for most of that but I I gather it's rough yeah make sure you get you have like a strong signal but um uh, or it could be me I don't know but the the I, from what I gather was it's it's tough. There's a there's a computer issues. You're 
your middle child has to learn how to how to use like the Chromebook right. now or it's something. It's just a different scenario but, with the Chromebook. So, yeah. But I mean, my 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 question about all the the schooling stuff is, uh, is any of this stuff going to count? Because there's there's there are um, school districts I you know I've read about or school systems where there, there's a call to where they say they can't grade this online stuff because they can't guarantee that everybody has access or, you know, some, like, there's all kinds of issues. And of course, everybody had to do this really fast. So, I mean, have you heard anything uh, definitively right by now about like, does this stuff got to count? Can kids graduate, go to the next year? Jenkintown if we don't go back to is counting grades starting tomorrow. Nice. Drexel is too. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of universities are doing pass fail for the like the semester and Drexel is like, no, man, we're going to do grades. Yeah, I don't it know counts. exactly what that's going to mean, but um, I guess we'll find out. We only have, honestly, I can't keep track of what day it is, but I think it's a week and then we're on spring break. So we'll get a little taste of what this looks like and then we'll get a little breather and then we'll get back to it. I'm, I'm guessing. The, the homeschooling must be really hard. Like I'm... I have a different issue though, because I live alone in one hand, it's easier to, to isolate. Right. But it's also more, it's also more dangerous if I get sick. Cause I've been thinking about this. Like if I come down with something, anything, like what am I supposed to do? Mm. Because like I'm on a third floor, I I'm alone. And the symptoms that I've read about, about, um, about COVID-19 are really intense. Like young people, like healthy people, unable to move, unable to get out of bed, like being winded and collapsing, walking down, walking six feet. And then anyone who would try to come and help me would be exposed and have, I don't know how to, how to protect them. And who would you, who would come? Who would even be able to come? I can't ask anyone to come. And, and it's like, if there's an emergency and I'm like delirious with a fever, how, how is anybody supposed to know? It's, uh, it's like, I, I haven't seen a lot of guidance about what you're supposed to do if you're alone. A lot of it is about um, family units and like, what do you do? Isolate somebody in, in a room and stuff. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to? I'm already isolated. So that, that's, that's going through my mind. I mean, the, I'm trying to keep, it's one of the reasons why I'm really isolating at home because uh, if I get sick, I like, I'm kind of on my own. And so I don't, I really need to avoid that. Uh, whereas you have the problem if you get sick or one of your kids gets sick and the whole family yep. gets sick. And that, that's, that's also its own horrible thing, even worse in my situation in a lot of yep. ways so and we don't have a we don't have a lot yeah, of there, space to uh avoid each other unfortunately so yeah i mean i guess the the upside is it for the the vast majority of cases are adults and the um children generally tolerate this a lot better there have been some kids who got really sick there was even an, an infant i think that died um recently but it's very rare compared to everyone else most of the cases in pennsylvania are 25 years old right i saw that you know yeah so you know that's good so i think if your whole household got sick i mean it could just be you completely unable to move and your kids might be okay so there you go silver lining well cynthia will be Uh, making mac and cheese for days on end and that's all that'll happen so you know i guess things could be uh, worse well yeah yeah, this disease is terrifying. I mean, the way the more you read about it, because it's so unknown, and the, the variety of symptoms that exist are all over the place, and how you can be okay and then 
quickly deteriorate, you know, like, and, and, and you can go like a week can go by and you can be feeling better and then you can crash and need to go to the hospital. And, you know, and it, it's just, it's just horrible because it's novel. Yep. It's, it's never existed before. So no one has immunity. And so it really, it's really made me mad. And, and some other people I know, uh, you know, are friends with, I know they posted about this on social media, really, really angry about the people who have been ignoring the stay at home orders or the social distancing orders and have been congregating, uh, even if it's outside, it's like they don't seem to get it or they're not taking it seriously. And I'm not talking about people who are like going to work for essential businesses who need to. I think those people are generally taking this very seriously. I'm talking about like people going for a run, but not leaving space between others or crowding parks. I must say, or going to the boardwalk, even though it's closed. That has gotten better recently. And I, or I hope it's gotten better recently. So, um, or at least where we live, it seems to have gotten better. So, I mean, I hope everybody's doing the right thing, staying home, staying away from people, staying safe. And, you know, the more we do that, the shorter this hopefully will be. Well, yeah, but I, but I mean, the, the problem with an exponential growth curve, which is what we're on right now, that, that part of the curve is like these people who are out and about like a week ago, they're going to get sick now. You know, the people they were out and about yesterday, they won't get sick till like next right. or even later. And so if the, the social distancing measures, the lockdown measures have to be have to happen well in advance of you seeing enough cases to for, for a person to think it's reasonable. If you don't understand exponentials, then, it, it, you know, you have to do it way back when you have like almost no cases and you have to do it hard. And I feel like even in Pennsylvania and Montgomery County, where they were ahead of the game, I still don't think they were ahead of enough. I think the entire state of Pennsylvania, I think the entire nation actually should have been shut down in like January or February for like three to six weeks. And we could have probably just gotten past the worst of this by then, but it, that didn't happen. So um, we're still seeing increasing cases and exponential growth, you know? And so it just makes me really mad because next week it's going to be even worse, even worse for you to be sick because there'll be even more people clogging the um you know the hospitals and the medical system even oh, less supplies and so that's why uh, that's why it's really really pissing me off um but i hope you're right i think better. so i am going to put my children to bed and you know move on with my life here um but you know it's been fun hanging out and hopefully we can do this again you're just gonna, you're just gonna cut this you're just, you're just gonna cut I it short because I got like a random voicemail and I'm going to go see what that is. A random, it's probably one of those telemarketers who, who wants you to, I don't know. I don't know what they're selling at this point, but it's something. Alrighty. I can hear you. You're like getting in your car. Yeah. You're still doing a podcast. It's live. It's live people. This is how we roll. Getting in the car. Getting All right. Okay. I'll talk okay. to you later. Fine. <laughs> then I get... All right. Goodbye. Okay, everybody. We'll, we'll talk again soon. Two, three. When I got done with this, when I got done with the winter, it was time for the summer, and I thought I would do a lot of things. 
But one night I was working late, Chrissy called me up to celebrate. But now is a new beginning. Now I'm working on a podcast about a car from the older days, and I know it's gonna be okay. Now we're gonna talk about some new things and figure out what we're doing, cause we know we're gonna be okay. One take.